On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love sent to me seven swans a-swimming. Once, two young men went hunting in the woods. Though both were skilled bowmen, they shot nothing all day. As the day was ending, they prepared to return home empty-handed, but they heard something from above, the sound of beating wings. They followed the sound and it led them to a lake. As they watched, a bevy of swans landed on the lake's surface, but just as they were drawing their bows and taking aim with their arrows, the swans each took off their feathers and revealed themselves to be beautiful women. The women washed and bathed and splashed and sang to each other as the two hunters stayed hidden and watched. One turned to the other and said, These are swan maidens. I heard stories of them when I was young. It's said they cannot turn back into their bird form unless they have their feathered cloak, and that if any man takes the feathered cloak, the swan maiden must marry him. The one who spoke was already married, but his friend was not. He looked at the beautiful swan maidens, and indeed he had never seen a more beautiful woman in all his life. He determined that he should not be returning this day empty-handed. He snuck out as quiet as he could, grabbed one of the feathered cloaks and stuffed it into his bag. But one of the swan maidens sitting on the lake saw him. She cried to her sisters to flee. Each of the maidens grabbed their cloaks, took their feathered form and flew away, all but one. There was one left on the lakeside, one who could not find her cloak, who could not take her bird form and fly away with her sisters. The huntsman who had stolen the cloak took the swan maiden back to his home and made her his wife. And everyone remarked that she was the most beautiful, the most graceful woman they had ever seen. They marvelled at the whiteness of her skin, at her long, elegant neck. But they also saw sadness written on her face. But none of them knew the true cause of her sadness, for she never told anyone that she was a swan maiden whose feathers had been stolen, that this marriage was not of her choice. And so the people began to guess at what was the cause of her sadness. Her husband was a successful hunter. He gave her everything she wished for. She slept on a feathered bed. She had a thick wool cloak for winter, linen dresses for summer. But the people began to speculate that perhaps there was one thing the hunter was not able to give his wife. For there were no children born to that marriage. At least, none that were ever seen by the people. After about a year of living with the hunter... The swan maiden got up one night, a terrible pain in her stomach. She felt as though she was being ripped apart. She stumbled outside, and alone in the darkness, she gave birth to a large, round egg. She took the egg and wrapped it in cloth. She placed the egg in a basket, and then got stones which she heated by the fire. These two she wrapped in cloth, and placed them in the basket with her egg to keep it warm. Silently she stole down to the river carrying her egg in her basket. She placed the egg in the river and watched it float away. She hoped the egg would be kept warm until her sisters could find it and hatch it in some place safe. After a little over a year, the swan maiden was again woken from her sleep by a terrible pain. Again she went out into the darkness, and again for the second time she laid an egg. Just as with the first, she wrapped it up in a cloth to keep it safe, placed it in a basket with heated stones to keep it warm, and sent it down the river to be found by her sisters. In all the time the swan maiden had spent as the hunter's wife, she had never stopped searching for her feathered cloak. She had searched every corner of the house, dug up the garden around, but still she could not find where her husband had hidden her feathered cloak, and without her feathered cloak she could not leave him. More than three years after she had been captured by the hunter, 
The swan maiden was again awoken by the terrible pain. She knew what it was, and she made things ready. She heated stones by the fire. She got the cloth and the basket ready. Again she gave birth to a large, round egg, its shell pearlescent and shining. She wrapped the egg in cloth, placed it in the basket with the hot stones. But when she went down to the river, she found the river was frozen. She could not send it by the river to her sisters, and she dare not leave it out for them to find, for the night was too cold. And so she took her egg back to the house, and hid it where she hoped her husband would not find it. For many days and nights the swan maiden did not sleep, secretly tending to her egg, keeping it safe and keeping it warm. Until at last, one night, she heard coming from the egg a tapping and a scratching. She knew her child, her chick, was about to hatch. She whispered songs to it, encouraging it to come out, and come out strong and ready to fly. She watched as the spiderweb cracks formed in the shell, and as a tiny beak poked its way through, next came a little head on a long neck, and the whole body covered in grey feathers. The swan maiden clasped her hands over her mouth so that her husband would not hear her cry of joys as she looked on her beautiful little signet. The signet cleared away the rest of the shell, and stretched out its little wings, testing them. For the children of swan maidens are born ready to fly almost from the moment they hatch. Mother, cried the little signet, I want to feel the moonlight on my feathers. I want to meet my aunts and my sisters. But the swan maiden began to cry, Oh, my little signet, I cannot come with you. I do not know where my feathered cloak is hidden, and without it I cannot fly. But mother, replied the little signet, I know where your feathered cloak is. It is with so many other feathers, all stuffed into a mattress, upon which a man lies snoring. Though the swan maiden had searched in every place in the house, had searched under the bed and beneath the mattress, she had not searched within the feathered mattress. She snatched up a knife from the kitchen and ran upstairs to where the hunter lay sleeping upon the feathered mattress he had shared with the swan maiden. She cut and stabbed and feathers flew through the air. And that night, under the light of the moon, a swan and her signet flew off to join their family. The feathers of the signet were grey, but the feathers of the swan were blood red.